Where's Peckish? Where's Peckish? Pyramids! What a helpful chap. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss and get excited about the James Bond phenomenon in all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to films and everything in between. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, we have a special episode yep. this week. Uh, it's, it's summertime, nice outside, got to release, uh, unleash some, 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 some energy. Some angst. Some angst, yeah, I know. I, I might need, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking of taking up some, uh, some karate or some uh, jujitsu or, or what have you. Do you know anybody who can help me out? Um, I have this guy that, that I've known for years. This you know guy, a guy. I know, I know a guy. Uh, this guy. Hey, he owns me. He's got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for my release. He's got Somebody bail me out. <laughs> uh, this is Simon. Uh, or do you want me to see Simon or Simon? As long as you don't say Simon, that's gonna sound weird. <laughs> ah, well, <laughs> this is already one of our better guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- this is Simon Traversi. Um He's a martial art. Uh, I, I, can I say expert? Uh, professional? I, I, I can say, say professional. I, I say aficionado. It sounds less. Uh, aficionado? Yeah, aficionado. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound as boastful. Otherwise. Uh, yeah, but you you still work. Conne- you conne- teach. Connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yeah. Connoisseur. 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 Yeah. Martial art connoisseur aficionado. I don't have uh, like a pile of guys lining up in front of my apartment trying to challenge. Oh, I know. Challenge I've, me I've, to duel. I had stories. Yeah. We 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 had. Oh my god. Yeah, it happened before. What? It happened before. I was I was teaching. Long story short. I was teaching a class and this idiot this quack like you know the, the guy the kind of guy who still thinks it's like it's feudal China it's feudal Japan and mm. in my class just said like I said life is not like a kung fu movie where you fight for four hours <laughs> and, and a bit like the, the, the early James Bond movies mm. where you know they fight for four hours sorry and you know at the end of it they just have like you know just a, a small yeah. cut and, and yeah. two drops of blood they're ready to make love exactly after. you know you, you know i said i said life is more like fight club where you hit and you get bruised and you lose te- you lose teeth and and that that's in terms of realism i all i meant was that life in a real life situation reality would make it would make it so it's as that it's closer to Fight Club than you know a, a typical Hong Kong movie mm. from the 1970s, but it just so happened that the guy was a, a kung fu martial artist and he took super great offense and he, he started challenging me. He was a big dude, like I won't lie, six two. Oh, he was uh, bigger than me. Yeah, six two, two hundred thirty pounds, and I'm not a big guy. I'm I'm five eight, one hundred eighty five, and but he. I tried to explain to him. Look, I'm. I, I mean, I, I meant no disrespect. I was just. I was not talking in terms of efficiency. I was just t- talking in, in terms of, of realism, in terms of, of body bodily damage. You know. Did, did, were you under the impression that this gentleman had been in, like, was a fighter professionally or, or otherwise? No, or? I, I just think he's the kind of guy who dresses up like Bruce Lee in, in his leisure time, and you know, 
and he speaks and he probably speaks in riddles with his with his coworkers just to, to just to break their balls or something. I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't think no. He's no way. He's no no martial art. Doesn't. He said he did, but bottom line, he, he wouldn't stop harassing me. And I said, no, I'm not gonna fight you. It, it's. Yeah, he, it, he was looking for a fight. He, huh? he was really. He, he really wanted to fight me, and I was trying to. I was like, you know, this is stupid, and it was. It, it had nothing to do with me being my being afraid or anything. It was just. I don't get involved into games of pride, mm. so and I was with Matsir and Matt, well. Oh, so Matsir, you witnessed this? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I witnessed the aftermath because he didn't like <laughs> as uh, and you know I, he was a professional. He said, you know, I have to take because we were walking in the same direction. We I, I did a session with him and he were going our way out and he we, uh, this dude interrupted us and was like he, uh, someone went to see him and. He was, uh, like, I saw that he was battling, and uh, someone came to see me. Ah, I'm just going to go. I need to take the disguise. You, you move on. So I moved on. I didn't understand what was going on, and that this is when this situation happened. And I got a call from Simone, and that's when he told me what, what happened. And I was like, Fred. I can't say what, uh, but I was like, <laughs> Fiddler's you know, you need, you need, we we actually went to the police, but there, there's not much. Yeah, so I, I, I was wondering, who is this guy? Because I... I was one. I was. He was. Messi was walking away, and the rest of my students were walking away. And then at some point, he threatened me. He says, "If you don't want to fight, I'm going to pick on one of your students." Like, okay, you're not going to do that. Yeah, he did. So I started fighting him. So I, he made a pause. Say, "Are you ready?" Yeah. So, so I, I cracked him right on the lip, and then I hit him again. Then we wrestled on the on the floor. I was like, "Are you going to start start kissing me now?" He's like, "Okay, well." He was out of breath. And I, I won't lie, I was out of breath too because, you know, it's a stressful situation. It, we, mm. we, it was in broad daylight in front of everybody. I, I said, this is so freaking stupid. Everybody could call the cops and we could mm. we could, we could, yeah. we could, we could end up in jail yeah. for, fall, for for brawling. There's another But, snap back to reality yeah. when it's in public. Exactly, know. broad daylight in a, in a park, you know. And, you know, you don't wake up in the morning expecting to, to be challenged by some, some quack. So, and he was starting to bleed and I was like... I could look like the bad guy, like who, I'm the one who assaulted him, even if he had a considerable size advantage over me. So he got up, he's like, okay, well, next time we're going to do this in my dojan uh, in front of my sifu. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll call you for a day. And of course, I never called him. I was like, this is stupid. And I felt, I felt ashamed of myself for getting involved, but it's just... I was afraid Matsu was, was still walking away and, and, and in one direction my some of my other, my other students in another direction I was like I don't know who this guy is he could he could very all start running after them and, and hit them with, a, with hit them in, behind the back behind well, smack them behind the head while they're walking I was like I'm a, this is my responsibility I, I I guess it's my my it's my I made my bed I have, I have to sleep in it now but I mean, that's these incredible. things unfortunately do happen. Wow, that's yeah. unbelievable because it, it sounds exactly like what would happen in, in a movie. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think just... I, I think the guy would probably ha had some psychological issue. That guy looked like like I rem when you told me this story. I remember because I was sort of warming up and running around the the park, and the guy was like, I don't know what he was screaming, but I think I had my headphones on, and I was just like, I don't know, like I'm just in my head, I'm not paying attention go f off you know and i i i guess he must have felt like i was insulting him with his fierce little ego or uh, i don't know he, the guy looked like ramses you know the 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 the, the king from egypt mm. who, who, who who 
who Oops. hated Moses. I guess I was Moses in that story. Isn't that the one that yeah, slept he, with his he, sister? Yeah, I, I don't know. But he, his, his head was sh was shaven off and he had this little like oh, rat tail. Right. Oh. And, and I don't know. I don't know which, in which reality he lived, but that, that, was, that was something. That's so. bizarre. Yeah. It's scary a little bit too because, you know, whether irrespective of how proficient or not he was in, in his, in his uh, art, uh, presumably if he's going around talking like that he's at least somewhat proficient and if he's that big and he's uh, he's actually acting like that that's a pretty scary well, prospect yeah I mean. yeah you know he, he definitely knew some stuff because he started making all those those uh, kung fu pauses like those move mm. like slow motion and that's when i hit him like he was like like doing all he those did this uh, yeah sounds. he did some some tai chi stuff I was like okay this is taking too long bam i hit him <laughs> <laughs> i was like i, I like dude you, you already you interrupt my class then you, then you threaten me. Then you threaten my students. Then when I, I finally you, you coerce me under duress to fight you, and you start doing all those. I like I don't have time to so bang. I just hit him right there, Jesus. and then I hit him again, and we wrestled to the ground, and yeah. then we started trying to make some move, but obviously ground fighting didn't seem to be his forte. And that that was it. I mean, never uh, heard from him again. No, okay. even if I knew his name, I'm not. I, I wouldn't say it because the the point is not no, no, to, no, no, to, no. to to bash anyone. It's just to say that it was really a, a surreal. Yeah, yeah experience. Uh, like uh, like out of this world. Like you, do, you 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 wake up in the morning expecting to teach a class. Next thing you know, you have a guy from you know in his head in his right mind. He's in he's in he's in five thousand BC challenging you for the honor of his father challenge you to a kumite this, you know? this, this is a, this is obviously a unique situation <laughs> this is not something oh, I, if there are any uh, listeners wanting oh man I'd like to sign up for a class <laughs> like no I don't think this happens every day no, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody would sign up yeah, not, that, that was a freak occurrence it, I don't think it happened to no, you again yeah no, no. I got into a, a bar in a barroom brawl once but that the setting was not the same thing it's just you know a guy who's drunk is people looking are for, also under, under the influence yeah exactly so. the, the, the guy I'm not saying he had all his right mind but he was not under the influence or not that I know of maybe he was on opioids I don't know just saying like he, and he had been stalking me a few times before like he, he like no but I, I, at first I thought you know I didn't make a big deal out of it because I thought he was just a guy who was maybe interested in signing up so <laughs> so he he, he he just watched the classes and didn't say anything and it's after that he and that's afterwards that he challenged me into jeez uh, Louise. Uh, Man, I've, I've only just met you. You seem like a perfectly nice fellow, but you seem to attract strange, <laughs> strange people. It's like uh, that was the only time that this happened. Uh, that, Th these that, are two freak occurrence. Uh, I, I, I mean, the entire time I was training under him, I'm like, that, nothing like that happened except for that one no, time. I, I, I would, I spar plenty. I sparred plenty. I still do sometimes with uh, other martial arts. Sometimes I would go into, uh, I, I would pretend I wanted to sign up into a dojo just to challenge the, their best fighters just to test myself but it, it was always uh, under in a controlled environment mm, friendly yeah friendly environment and you know i get hit or i get knocked down i never got knocked down i got i got some severe beatings i, I won't lie uh, i mean certain days i you can't even i mean you can't even sit to t sit to take a shit you know seriously <laughs> yeah, like uh, i i got i got some massive beatings but i never got knocked out though and uh, nor nor did i get knocked down maybe once but I, I took some some severe beatings. But so I guess what is it that you? We <laughs> hopefully that wasn't the best story we have for the <laughs> But so what is it that you that you teach that you specialize in? Well, uh, right now I'm more focused on boxing because I, I wanted to. Uh, I always I always liked the uh, the chess like aspect of boxing. 
the rock, paper, scissor aspect. I think uh, those who defined th those styles were Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and George Foreman. Joe's gonna come out smoking and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Three guys with three different styles and one, one, one style's strength was the other style's, one style's strength was another style's downfall and so mm -hmm. forth. For instance, one out of, Muhammad Ali was the paper. He was light on his feet, quick, okay. poetic, couldn't, wouldn't shut up his two seconds. Was, you know, he was a, probably the father of rap, you know, <laughs> long before, you know, NWA and all that. So he had George Foreman's number because Ali was quick, mm. not very power, powerful, but quick, uh, cunning, smart, um, and, and very fast, very fast feet, very fast hands. Um, but uh, Ali's, uh, Ali's uh, nemesis was Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier was a scissors because Joe Frazier was smaller, would cut the ring like mm. a pair of scissors, was always on Ali's back, worked the body, ne never took a step back. You know, Joe Frazier never knew how to take a step back, was mm. always, he wanted in. You know, attack, he, he, was, he, he was an in fighter, always close. But Joe Frazier was catnip to George Foreman because George Foreman was the slugger, he's the rock. Mm. So having a guy come, to, come at you, that, 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 that's, like, that, that's, you know, that's honey to the bees. Mm. You, you just plant your feet and wail away. Mm. So I, I, even though Ali officially had two victories over Joe Frazier, everybody would, if you watch the fights, Frazier always gave him hell, yeah, gave Ali L, uh, hell. And uh, George Foreman destroyed Joe Frazier and Ali beat for, Foreman like uh, like was nobody's business. Made him look like a schoolboy, you know. Mm -hmm. so, Interesting. So I always liked the aspect that uh, one style doesn't mean that it beats them all. I mean, to be very to be a holistic as a fighter, you have to be able to adapt, to improvise, and and just to be like water, like Bruce Lee said. You know, water fits in that in, the, in that. In, a, in that boot in a boot boot shaped glass and you just gave me that buck it, it fits everywhere it can destroy a rock over time so you have to be adaptable because mm -hmm. if you focus on a, on only one style it's going to work as long as you meet the guy that allows you to uh dominate in your own style but what if you meet somebody uh, who who makes your style look bad that's, who's un incompatible with your style what are you going to do you need to adapt mm -hmm. you know so that's, That's why I, I, and with my, but obviously there's, there are limitations. So I'm short. So even though I know how to box, there's no point for me to box on the outside because I always have a reach disadvantage. So my physiology, my morphology forces me to fight a certain way. It forces me to stay close, but they're staying close and they're staying in front of your opponent. If I fight a slugger like George Foreman, I'm going to stay close to him, but I'm not necessarily going to stay in front of him. I'm going to use angles because otherwise he's going to wail me away with his longer reach and his, his brute strength. I'm strong too, but it doesn't matter if I'm, if I'm my, my strength, my punching power counts for nothing if I can't reach the guy mm -hmm. in the first place. Yeah. So I have to position myself strategically so that I'm safe, but close enough, close enough, but safe enough. So that's that, fascinating. So that's what I liked about boxing. You have those different styles. 
uh, and you see it in the in the Bond movies as well. Like there's not one sorry there's not one style one fight that's exactly the same because the scenery changes every time. Sometimes Bond fights outside. Sometimes he finds in a confined area. Sometimes he find he fights in an area where there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of scrapple, so you have to. He has to learn how to use his elements to his advantage, and it is also how uh, his mental state at the moment where he fights. You know, it's one thing to go to the gym uh, when you're fresh in the morning, and it's something else to go train when you're dead tired at night after you know a crazy day mm-hmm. and, and the okay. girlfriend and the yeah. wife and the meetings i remember when i i i, I passed a, uh, one of my belts uh, one of my first belt when i was doing kyokushin karate um one of my teachers he was you know the typical north american Ita- like it, canadian italian you know a bit cocky on the uh, very mm-hmm. sympathetic but a bit mm-hmm. cocky on the side but very very good fighter his name was vittorio russo very I think he, once he ranked four, he finished fourth in the world uh, world championships. Wow! Yeah, around the world. So he he was definitely a fighter, but he but he 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 liked to challenge you. <laughs> he, you know, he he liked to. He, he liked to sting your poke your pride see <laughs> see if you had a pair of balls or not but right, you know that's right. how you separate the men from the from the children and so, and sometimes i think he would definitely he would he would do it on purpose sometimes like i would schedule a a, a class and he would he would cancel on me not the student cancel on the teacher he would cancel on me so i i, so I would skip a class like because I, i trained privately and then he would out of nowhere he would say okay there's a bell passage tomorrow tomorrow like I'm, i'm not even prepared like oh so you're not gonna do it is that what you're saying like yeah okay i'm gonna do it so it's on a friday night i'm 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 studying full-time i'm working full-time and I'm, as a manager i'm at the end of my week i'm tired i took my bike to go to work and he just texted me so saying it's, t- it's tomorrow night it's an, actually it was the same night sorry so i go there i'm tired And uh, and yeah, we, you just have to go and do it in, in spite of all the odds that are against you. But the thing is, when you do go through something like that, the effort does, you know, you might lose your conditioning if you stop training, mm-hmm. but the indomitable spirit that it builds in, in you, it doesn't, it doesn't leave you, you know? He, he, you know, when there's a challenge, you think about that moment, that, that bell passage where, hey, he made me fight his entire, he made me do the line. And, and that not all the te- just a few teachers do that. The line is simple: is that you, you, it consists of fighting everybody, regardless of their rank. So if there's a, a tenth black, tenth dan black belt, you fight that tenth dan black belt. You fight everybody until you're done. And that, you know, when I told you there, there were there were times where I couldn't sit down to even take a shit. That that was that. <laughs> You're referring that, to that. That, 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 that was that, <laughs> that. That day after, the day after that, and the day after that. Good grief! Well, yeah. how many people did you fight? I fought in his entire uh, com- competition team, and obviously he kept himself he for ch- last. Ch- cherry on top. The dessert. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like Shang Soon here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 I I could I, I was cocky with him as well. He's like. He's like, we're just gonna make you do uh, just the fightings, and we're gonna make you do the katas some other day. And I said, no, 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 you're the one. You can't. You're the one who approached me with this belt passage. I go all the way. I, I do everything. Say, okay, fine. If you're still standing when I'm done with you, then I'll make you. I'll make you do the katas. I was still standing, so he made me do the katas. But as a reward, he made me skip a belt. He was fair, you know. Okay. He he he. he 
he, he would poke you, but if you delivered, he rewarded mm. you. That's what I like. You know, that's, that, that's how life is. Nobody's going to knock on your door and give you a million bucks. You got to wake up in the morning and go to work. You, you, you did allude to the, the mental side of things. Like, it's one thing to have good cardio, build up a little bit of muscle mass, or I guess the muscle mass would depend on the, maybe the style of fighting, I suppose. It's another thing to be mentally ready for these things. If, if you have cardio and muscle, well, good on you. You are physically healthy. Thumbs up. <laughs> are you ready in your head, in your mind, to approach you know, a challenge or to be challenged or to, or to do a, a bell call. Was it a bell line? Uh, doing, it's, it's called doing the line. Doing the line. He just, you know. he just lines you up and then it's one after the other. And you're yeah. tired. You don't take breaks, right? So I, I didn't mention that, but it's implied you fight one for th two, th th I think it's three minutes. I did or two minutes. I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't pay attention actually. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I can imagine a three minute long yeah, because, fight with someone that knows what they're doing. Like it because they're, they're all fresh yeah. and, and you're tired. Okay, yeah. you went through the first guy. Okay, it's okay. Then it's round number two again, another guy, another guy that's fresh. Oh, yeah. And now round number three again, it's another guy that's fresh. And you're less and less fresh because yeah, exactly. you're the one fighting them. So, so. so you, you don't decay gradually, you don't intertwine in your decay. You decay and they don't decay because it's always a different guy. But what you brought up it's it's a very it's a very good uh, it's a very good point that you're making because I would fighting is ninety percent like combat is ninety percent psychological. I, I would say the, the the physical part it's just to get you to allow you to do the last few miles at the end, and also to because uh, the the brain is the general right and, and your body is the army. It's better to have average soldiers and a good general mm. than to have super good soldiers and a garbage yeah. general. <laughs> so, so if your if your mind is ready for it, because it doesn't matter how much cardio you 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 you, you do a week, how much you bench press, if you've never fought, the stress will paralyze you and it will tire you. So that's why when I teach, I put everybody in the ring as soon as possible doesn't mean we're gonna go all out but just the fact that you're in the ring you're gonna be nervous yeah so I have oh, to sure. I, I have to teach the students to uh, to get over that, that psychological fear I, 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 and I tell my more experienced students be intense look intense don't hurt them be, just just put the fear right. in, in them yeah. and after the first time they, they I, shaking, I, I, yeah, I look, I look, actually look on the canvas to see if there's not like a yellow, uh. <laughs> a, a yellow lake under their feet. But after after the first time, they're scared to death. That's at the end. They're like, oh, it wasn't too, it wasn't so bad. Then they do it a second time, then a third time, and that's when you realize that's when you know the difference between an experienced fighter mm. and a novice. It's not so much in terms of skill; it's how the guy. Uh, response to being hit. Yes. A professional, yes. Or an expert fighter, somebody who's used to it, he, hits, he takes it and he doesn't get angry. He doesn't get angry or afraid. He's emotionless. Mm. He's stone cold. He just keeps, he takes it like it's, it's he takes it like it's, it was nothing. A novice will panic or a bully will get angry and w try to wail even more and after 10 seconds he's dead. He's dead tired. Mm. He doesn't have any. Yeah, because that tension is very energy consuming yeah, as well. It's, exactly. it's sort of like, I, I liken it to being, you, you used a bully as, as an example. That's sort of an interesting example. When you're angry, when you're ferocious, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. That's why I don't like getting into arguments. I'm like, it's too exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's why sluggers, they, they, that's, why, that's how Ali beat Foreman, because Foreman was a slugger. 
he wasn't used to, to going the distance. And mm. Ali said, I'm just going to tire this guy out. Yeah. I'm just going to take his best. And that, that, that's easier said than done. Taking George Foreman's punches, yeah. just to give you a point of reference, when he reclaimed the title uh, at age 45, people said that his opponent took a dive. And the guy's opponent, he knocked out, said, took a dive. He said, when I picked up his mouthpiece, he had, Foreman had punched two of his front teeth through the through the, the rubber of, of his mouthpiece so so to to think that Ali went took eight rounds beating took a beating for eight rounds just to wear Foreman out his strategy is like it was simple first round he went in the center of the ring just to gain Foreman's respect and he traded with Foreman nobody expected Ali to do that Ali would never do that he would dance and try mm. to run away and just flick his jab no he mm. went there and he threw his hardest punch and he, he nailed Foreman okay. But and he did that for a round and a half, but Ali realized like I can't do that for 15 rounds because that back then boxing matches were 15 rounds, so he says I have to wear this guy out. So he that's when he came with the rope a dope. Mm -hmm. He he the 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 ropes were very loose because it, it, the fight was outside and it had rained in in Kinshasa Zaire Africa the night before. So the the ropes were very slack so he's like i'm gonna swing like tarzan backwards so that's gonna diminish the 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 fell the force impact, of his yeah. uh, of his punches and when I, I i see that he when i realize that he starts losing steam my corner's gonna say tell me there's 30 seconds left and that's when i'm gonna un unload on him there you go and he, he did that round number two and three and four and round number eight he foreman was spending just he just gave him the coup de grace and that was a fantastic <laughs> Fantastic! This yeah. is great. This and this is, this is my friend Simo. <laughs> this is fantastic. I know. Material. I mean, I, I knew once you put him on the mic. I mean, this is just an introduction. I'm like, <laughs> we haven't even talked about James Bond yet. This is the uh, the boxing complex. Uh, my name's. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is fantastic. And the first time I met Simo, uh, Simon, uh, he was actually teaching KCKFM, and that's. Coincidentally, it's a martial art that Daniel Craig trained in. And actually, guy, uh, what's his name? Justo. Justo Diegas. He actually was involved. He trained with. Uh, yeah, he he was involved on Quantum of Solace, uh, not on Casino Royale. Uh, he wasn't involved in, in uh, the before last. I think it, after that, it was Skyfall. Yeah. Yeah. So Quantum of Solace in 2011, I believe, and then Skyfall a year later or two years later. Well, it was yeah. a few years between, but yeah. it doesn't matter. So, so yeah, uh, because what I like about Casey is that a bit of what, like I was, I was saying before, it teaches you to use your elements to your advantage and, and to be to adapt to whatever's coming at you, and also a lot of martial martial uh, sorry a lot of martial arts teach you or try to teach you to be zen in a combat uh, environment but the reality is unless you're a warrior unless you're a soldier who's seen war mm. i mean it's it's one thing to to even to spar you know you can even hard sparring hard sparring is still closer to the real thing but it's not the real thing the real thing is no holes barred There's, there are no there are rules, no, gloves. No, no, no gloves, no rules, no, no referees, mm -hmm. uh, and the guy might very well, very well try to kill you. 
So, 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 so there, there, there's no training really that's going to teach you to be Zen no. when somebody's trying to, to kill no. you, you yeah. know? And unless the guy has a death wish or he was born and trained in the League of Assassins, the guy will most likely have a, sli a considerable size advantage over you. Because bullies are also cowards in a way. They don't prey on guys their size, let alone on guys that that that, that are much bigger than them. Mm. That will never happen. Bullies point. always make sure that they come out on top. So they're gonna. They're gonna it's the intimidation factor. Yeah, exactly. Fear factor. Usually, it, it doesn't get to the bullying part because just the fact that you have a guy that's twice your size, you're gonna fold and give him your lunch money. But. The point is, there's no training that teaches you to be Zen, whereas Casey says it teaches you to embrace your emotional side and to work with it. The only thing is that you you should lose yourself also in, in your emotionalism. You know, you embrace it, but you have to guide it with temperance. You know, if the guy's on the floor unconscious and your life is safe, you don't keep stomping him. Until, otherwise, you're the one who's going to end up being charged with you know manslaughter you know he he's inca incapacitated you're safe you run and you call the cops you say the guy this guy's tried to assault me mm. that's it yeah. but that's what that's one element about uh about casey that i like it, it doesn't fight your nature you're going to be stressed out yeah. you're going to you're going to piss yourself you know that's, that, it's, there's no way around it it's, if there's three guys waiting for you in a, in a dark alley and you're like okay that on that okay three guys in front of me and behind me, that's a dead end. Okay, there's, I have to go through those guys. You're gonna, be, you're not gonna start, you know, saying some prayer and be super calm and you say, to be or not to be, that is the question. No, you're not gonna say that. You're gonna be like, shit, I'm gonna die. Well, you could say like, to be or not to be, and you guys are gonna be dead. Yeah, and you just run through them or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that, but... you're like, Look, your shoes are untied. You just, you, you, you jump over them. But or you could do the Roger Moore thing, where like, hey, hey, let's be honorable, take a bow, and as they're taking their bow, you just sock them in the face. <laughs> you could, you could do that. There's, there are no rules, and let's, let's face it, nobody. If one of those three guys say that wasn't fair, hey, mofo, you're, you guys are three. I'm alone. You guys are three. You're probably armed, and you're, you're bigger and bigger heavier and physically stronger than me so don't talk don't talk to me about fair play but the bottom line is casey it, it, it does it it doesn't mind itself with all that zen and woo woo stuff i don't want to I, I mean no disrespect because I, I do believe that in other aspects of your life you should be zen mm. in, in the in, in the facets of in the spectrums of your life where you know you're about to lose it and then you think about your training. You say, "Okay, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a step back, take a deep breath, and I'm gonna lose my shit on at my wife, or at my kid, or at my coworker." That works because you're not in a life or death situation. So that form of training is applicable to that. But in a in a real life or death situation, you can't tell a, a soldier on a battlefield, "Be zen, be relaxed." You know, with bombs bursting and his partner lost a leg and you know it's not you know, fun with it no you, you, you can't and it, there's nothing fun about that to, to, in the first place you are an emotional wreck so Casey says it says just embrace the emotion that comes your way hmm. use it wield it to your advantage to save your own life and that of the people you love that's a very it's, it's a wise thing to do I also have to imagine it's an incredibly idiosyncratic thing i won't i've, I've never been in, in in a fight but you know how am i let's say i let's suppose i had a little bit of kc training 
how am I going to react to this gentleman with the knife? How are you going to react? Obviously, you have much more experience than us, but I, how do you react? So it's, it, I, I guess, the, 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 it's, it's one thing to transmit those words. At the end of the day, it's still on, the onus is still on me, you, you to actually be able to use the emotions and not all of us are really capable of that you mentioned the example of the person well you knocked him out you know he, he's down for the count don't continue no. stomping him but some people might not yeah. be able to do that and you, you, know? and you don't know he might being being knocked knocked out doesn't necessarily mean he's knocked out cold he means he's, he's incapacitated maybe he's just out of breath mm. you you hit him with a body shot his body shots ask any fighter any boxer do you prefer being hit in the face or being on, hit on the liver or the spleen? They're gonna choose the head any day of the week, because a liver shot, you got your body goes into a paralysis and convulsion, mm-hmm. and it's so excru- the pain is so excruciating. Mm. And the the thing is, you're very conscious when that pain because <laughs> your mind is still there. Yeah. Whereas if the guy hits you and you're staggered, you're woozy or, or you're knocked out cold, well, you don't remember, you don't feel the pain because <laughs> you're out, you're out, you're out. But a body shot, you, you're, you witness every microsecond of pain that comes your way. So, so, so not everybody's gonna re- react yeah. different, differently in a life or death, death situation. You won't, I won't, Metsir won't. So that's the thing, but we're all going to be emotional. But I'm, how a fast, re- I'm a fast runner, so that's <laughs> <how> I- <laughs> but it's it's always a, it's always the best course of action, and there's there's nothing uh, there, there's no coward there's nothing uh, wimpy about it or any or, or anything. You, you your point, the point is to save your life. It's not to win a trophy. It, the, the the point is to save your life. You're not here to be a, a hero. Mm. I always say the best course of action is to run away. Even Husto said he's an excellent knife fighter. He said, "Oh, what are the best? Ni- what is the best knife technique?" He would tell you, "Just run away if you can." <laughs> but yeah, because if you try to stomp that guy, you, you said the guy is in capacity. He's on the floor, right? But he's not necessarily knocked out. And you try and you go to to kick him when he's down. He might block. He might catch your leg, mm-hmm. pull a knife, mm-hmm. and, and stab you yeah. in the femoral artery, and you're gonna bleed out. And unless he's gonna nick an artery, and you're gonna bleed out in a couple of minutes, and that will be that. That will that will be the story of you. And while you're bleeding out, you say you're gonna tell yourself, "My oh my, why didn't I just run away?" Because in the end, what gets all of us, not just in a self self defense situation, but in life in general, it's our pride. Yeah. It's our pride, it's our ego. Oh, I have to finish, you know, you don't have to. Your point was to save your life. You've done that, get away, you know? You we're, we're getting, a, I feel we're getting a little KC course right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, when, when I trained with him, the first, and the, to what he's saying, the first thing you learn is sort of the defensive position. And it's really, I feel like, I'm not an expert, but I feel like KC is really based on using defense as uh, offense. Because yes. you block, things with your 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 forearms and i mean just mm-hmm. hear that that's that's basically simon was simon was telling me just you just break people's uh defense they try to attack you and you use your fist to basically mm-hmm. shatter their their mm-hmm. their fist on your on your, on your your forearms there it's, it's bone against uh, a f- little fingered bo- bone so it's it's going to break yeah. you got a guy's going to be out out, out yeah. my my fingers and you just <laughs> Just go and. No, I agree. The moment when you, it's when you start hearing "ouch, ouch, ouch, ouch" my fingers, that's when you're like, I think I got this. I can, I can give him a good you, one. Right? You, since you're, 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 you sort of go th- in the guy. The, the the guy doesn't have as much reach, so his his, his, mm. his hits don't yeah. hit you as much because mm. you're going into him and just go and snap 
snap, 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 and go, go down. That's, That's what I understand. Was I a good student, sir? <laughs> well, no, no, it makes sense because look at it this way. If you just look, it's it's simple math. Just look at your, just look at your elbow joint and look at your knuckles. Which part is bigger? They're both pointy edges, right? Yeah. But which part is bigger? Your elbow, right? So protect yourself with your elbow and tell the other guy to punch you as hard as he can with his knuckles. Unless he does Q-cushion and he, and he, sh and he, he punched so, much, so, so many bricks in his mm -hmm. life that he shaved off his knuckles. Okay, Jeez. that wouldn't be the best example. But the mere mortal doesn't do uh, what's called makiwara training, like bone breaking. That doesn't condition their hands to break wood or break bricks. Yeah. So the mere mortal punches you with his knuckle and it lands straight on the elbow telling you that's the last time he's going to throw a punch without thinking twice about it. Because punching somebody's elbow, to give you an example, there's a, you live in a building, in a condo building, mm -hmm. well, go outside and, and, and throw a punch full force <laughs> on the concrete wall. Can't wall. be back in five. Yeah. And, 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 and t tell me how you feel about it afterwards. I might not be back in yeah, five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's the same thing. So in Casey, the, the point is to switch from defense to offense right away. Uh, that's why it says the, the motto is nunca te rindas in Spanish, in Spanish never surrender yeah. so you, ideally you get attacked because if you don't get it that means you're the attacker you're the assailant mm. you're, you're the one who's assaulting yeah. people out right. of nowhere so you get the first punch so you block you and but right away you it's like somebody thrusts a sword but with your shield you not only parry you not only block you not only shield yourself but you with your swing, you whack the guy with your shield. Mm -hmm. You know, you you, yeah. you you use your defensive tools as offense. And once you once you throw, so there's one defense, one counter, and after that, you have to switch. It has to be offense, 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 and you have to take him out as as quickly as possible. Because also another aspect of cases is the multi-man scenario. So you have to expect. Yeah, don't expect to fight a guy one-on-one. -on -one. Mm. Expect him to be with his friends. So right away, the, 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 it changes the entire, uh, the data changes entirely. Uh, you, you, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's no longer a, a, a Nintendo 64 two-dimensional fight where there's Ryu on the left and there's <laughs> Ken on the right and then they go at each other like, Shoryu Ken, Tatsumaki, and Hadouken. It's, it's, it's 360 yeah. degrees. Yeah. So you might throw a technique that's going to north, but that technique was wrong to use because mm. east, there's a guy that's yeah. throwing a technique. So you have to punch and guard Block, yourself yeah. at the that's same crazy. time. That's absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah. So you, you have to learn to do that. And you have to make the... Make the best with the least amount of hits as possible. Yeah, because you're facing multiple foes. So, so you you punch the guy as the punch lands. You grab his shirt. You take the guy. You use him as your human shield. Thank his God. guy is yeah. wait is about to wail on you. So he's wailing on your, on on his friend. His friend is knocked down. Now he's instead of just throwing on the ground, you throw in 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 throw his, it on him. Throw on, it on, on the on his in his friend's legs. To tackle him, he falls down, then you go on top of him, you beat him up, you throw a knee, a, a punch, a knee, a punch, a knee. So you have to think that you, way. You do a Jack Reacher style where you, like, one's on top of the other, you take his head and boom, that, boom. That, <laughs> well, Jack Reacher, 
the Casey was used ah, there you for, go. For, for that movie as there well. There you go. So, so <laughs> crazy. The, the techniques, that's why it was used because... The uh, is short, so... Yeah, but... So that that was the that, that was used also for that movie. So you, why? Because it's it's not hard. Also, a self defense, a martial art in a self defense system or or, or style or method. Uh, I prefer the Gusto would prefer the word method because system is a system is finite. Mm. Whereas a method is it's just a way of doing it. It's not finite. It can be changed. It, yeah, exactly. It, you you mold it to who you are, to your physique, mm. to your personality, to your age. Uh, Matsu at age 50 will have to adapt because he won't be able to fight the way he does at age 37, 38. And, and just that like at age 19, he didn't have the same cardio and the same strains, the same testosterone level. The same, you know, you have to evolve no. and adapt mm. in accordance to, to, to also your limitations as well as you age. So that a, a martial artist, a self-defense system has to be shouldn't be hard so it's, to learn it's in a constant evolutionary stage there's well, no there's no status really it's always evolving because obviously though i suppose the 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 longer you fight and by longer i mean well you know you've, you're you're 30 you're 35 you're 40 you've been training a lot you've been in tournaments or what have you you've got hit a lot uh you've also delivered a lot of punches your body's changing as a function of that you you're a little bit slower now when you're 50 so you have to be a little bit maybe a little bit more tactical you can't just go all out you might not have that energy well, anymore i have the scar see i have a scar here huh. i have an operation i think it was maybe too much fighting i don't know so i can't bend my wrists fully and i was telling you about the competition team when i passed the belt well i hit a guy and my my toe the guy checked my my roundhouse kick with with his shin bone shin bone ah. so i ended up with a lump this big so i could I, I wouldn't fit in my shoe anymore so i had to go see a foot doctor and have it shaven off so that's why i have a scar here so i, I can't i have scar tissue so in in my right wrist and my left big toe so right there my motricity is limited oh so i can't I, I never were able to, but just as an example, I'll never be able to do some like uh, flick flacks and somersault or, or even regular push-ups. I have to do it, do them on my knuckles, on knuckles. because I can't bend my wrist 90 degrees anymore. So I have to adapt in that regard. And in terms of, of grappling and joint controlling, I have to keep in mind that my right wrist cannot do the same techniques as my left hand. My right hand cannot perform the same techniques as mm. my left hand can't so i have to keep that in mind as well i don't tend to really listen to our episodes a whole lot i figured well i was in the conversation now i'm editing the conversation i'm done with it i might be re-listening to this episode <laughs> a few times no it's it's it. I, I told you this guy's fascinating uh I, you know what I, i'm gonna try and segue back into bond because i mean yeah, yeah we're drifting oh, it drift, drifting but i mean it's we're both of us like oh that's interesting oh yeah. that's captivating huh <laughs> Oh, oh, really? I told you when I I decided to, to bring bring Simon and I, I I know the guy. The guy they can talk about poetics about fighting, which is brutal. And he, he always told me like it's a discussion. Like fighting is is a way of talking, basically. Yeah, it's a form of communication. The guy, and, and there's nothing purer than a, than a fight than a fight. You, you know, you can. There are people that you may have known for 10, 15, 20 years of your life. At some point, you sit down when you take your mask off, and you you do an examination of con uh, of conscience, and you 
you replay the things that you the things or the people you need in your life or that you don't need and yeah and you and you come across that one friend you've known for 15 years and you can and you can very well come up to the conclusion and say i don't really know who this guy is <laughs> but in a fight what i like about a fight is that it doesn't lie i i know who exactly who i'm dealing with i know everything i need to know about the guy i'm fighting quite revealing if if he's if he's a if he's a cheating son of a bitch I'll, i know that he's going to fight dirty if he's an honorable fighter he's 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 going to fight clean and he's not going to hit me after the bell he's going to he's going to thank me for for challenging him for for giving granting him this fight after he's going to raise my hand even if he's the winner you know i i know everything i need to know about a person when i get into a fight I know if I, if I if the guy is more cerebral, I know I'm dealing with an outboxer who's going to try to be to be he's going to be very technical. He's going to try to get me with speed and finesse. If I'm dealing with a bully, he's going to try to slug me out right away. If I'm dealing with a guy who's hard working, has a lot of heart, like Joe Frazier is going to come in and he's going to throw a lot of punches. He's going to volume punch me and work 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 using his conditioning to outwork me. So I know everything I need to know about an opponent once I get in the ring with them. That's what I like about, about there's no lying. There's no lying about it. That's, I told you. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm gonna segue this, because it, it's a way of like knowing. So we're gonna talk about all the six Bond actors that have What is this days. show called? It's James Bond Complex. <laughs> right, but right, right, you know right, what, right. I think our, our people, people that listen to this podcast will, it, it, I, I feel like passion, regardless of interest and I think people who listen to this podcast are sort of knowledgeable and know about action movies and mm. draw and that's like you can't expect an action movie without a, a little bit of a fisticuff action so I mean I, there's it's it still fits I feel like this is mm. a great introduction I mean, <laughs> you're talking about somebody who's much more knowledgeable about fighting martial arts than than yeah. than, than us I mean I, I would say uh, I love this fight because uh He has a lightsaber. <laughs> well, if I we, if we <laughs> uh, <coughs> might have handled the uh, the quack there with, uh, you want a you want a haircut? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess if we're going to segue into James Bond, I think it was before we hit record. You were talking about Sean Connery's belts. I think because we were talking in French. I think. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, I th well, that's just I'm just speculating here, but I, I would assume that one of the selling points. That that talk that convinced the producer from uh, Goldwyn. What, the, the first film film is Doctor No. Yeah, but what's the the production? Goldwyn Myers. Oh, uh, Goldwyn Mayer. Metro, Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Yeah, it, 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 was, was that it that produced the movie? Uh, it's 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 privately owned by a company called Eon, but the, they own right now they own part. Back then they didn't, but now they own part of the franchise. But back then it was Eon Production. And United they had a, Artists, a United it? Artists, and they had a distribution deal, so they had to say uh, on who was casting. So there was two producers and a distributor, and they had to make a, arrangements to hire an actor to portray James Bond. Well, I don't, I don't know if, if Sean Connery knew Kyokushin Karate at, at the time of Doctor No. Uh, it would make sense; he was already in his late 30s, but. Well, I, I I saw the fighting scenes and I, I already found it more convincing than his successor, Roger Moore. Maybe he's just if he didn't know karate <laughs> back then, 
I would say was a, a better study and maybe more athletic at it because not everybody <laughs> has the same gifts. You know, uh, you know not form? everybody. Yeah. Has. Ro- Roger, Roger will. What a lot of people don't understand, Roger will sort of win you over. He doesn't have to fight. Yeah, he just win you over His with stunt his stunt double does. Yes, he's done over there, yeah. <laughs> but, but Sean Connery, I mean, uh, he, he's a more burly guy. He's more for from a, a blue-collar type of family. So, so he probably, he's probably used to scrapes and yeah. and, and bruises. And, and, this and he's and a former uh, bodybuilder, actually. Okay, so I didn't know that. Yeah. So Okay, so he, he's a guy that, that, that that's athletic. So the fighting scenes are already more convincing than what I saw with Roger Moore. And like I was telling you... Uh, if you if you could send Doc Doc Brown and, and and Marty McFly with their DeLorean back into 1964 and bring them in in, in to two, 2019, I think he could make very very convincing fight scenes. Uh, that he, he could he could produce fight scenes that would be con- believable and convincing mm. today, whereas Roger Moore would have to spend more time <laughs> as a fight fight choreographer. <laughs> Crusher, I'll leave you to tidy up. Hmm, Royal Beluga, north of the Caspian. Alright, well, I'm all, I'm all tuckered out. I've received so many blows, given so many, I've given so many blows <laughs> in this hour. I'm exhausted, all this fighting, all this running. Ugh. I think we're gonna end it right now for for the yeah, take a week a, off. It's a warm up before we start yeah. approaching the real subject. Yeah, so we're gonna take a week off here. Simon, you don't mind sticking around for a week? <laughs> I got the couch. I, 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 I could tell you why I love James Bond. Why I think he's relevant to today's to today's society. We'll, we'll you just let it, let, let, let it run. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's okay. You can stay on the couch for the next six nights, uh, and until next week, uh, the James Bond complex will return with part two. Of our, we're calling this the fists of Bond. The fists of Bond. All right. À la prochaine. Au revoir. shocking.